Hello there, this is Richard Dent. You're listening to the Bears, Brews, and the Bros podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. This is your bro, Smoking Jay, with the other bros, Doc PLC, and Fantasy Sweetness. Fantasy Renegade had to step out for this one. He had some family stuff, kicking it with the family, day off. We let him have it on this one, and he's going to come back stronger than ever next week. So let's get to it for today. We got the Bears. Mount Rushmore list. We're going to have two different ones that we're going to go over. It's going to be the all-time Bears Mount Rushmore list. Then we're going to have our personal Bears Mount Rushmore list. We're going to go ahead. We're going to let Doc kick it off. I'm going to go second. Sweetness, you're going to clean it up. Doc, go ahead. Okay, we're starting off with the all-time list, right? My all-time list, I got Sweetness, Walter Payton. I got the coach, Mike Ditka. I got Gail Sayers. And then I got Richard Dent to round out the top four. I can't blame him for none of those, man. With, obviously, with Walter Payton, you love him. He had the rushing record for a long time until Emmett Smith broke it. Um, Mike Ditka, I don't think he necessarily makes it for his playing career while it was good. He adds on to it by having his coaching career and the legend that he has become in Chicago. You cannot have a Mount Rushmore, in my opinion, without having the coach on there. Uh, Gail Sayers, man, what I would have done to have seen him play now, where we have advancement in medical technology and he could have had good yes, surgeries on his knees. Can you imagine? Yes, like, he was Barry Sanders before Barry Sanders obviously. And obviously we all know Barry Sanders cut his career short, but if Gail Sayers had been around and been able to have a career as long as Barry Sanders, he would have been, oh man, it would have been fantastic. And then Richard Dent, you know, our guy, he gives us a shout out. So I had to include him and he obviously had a hall of fame career. So he's pretty sweet. Um, Sweetness, who you got for your all time list? Um, I'm going to go – Brody, I think it was on you, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go next. It's no big deal. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go next, though. So, wait, but before we go, though, uh, Gail Sayers, I did want to say uh, the dude had two crazy um, injuries, and he had to retire at the age of 29. So, I love the fact that you had Gail Sayers in there. Richard Dent, you can't argue with that, that man, that dude's Hall of Fame career. Shout-out Richard Dent for giving us a shout-out. And then you brought up, uh, there was one more person. Oh, Mike Ditka. I did want to say, because um, you were saying about tight end or head coach, some, uh, you are saying something along the, those lines. He was the first tight end ever to make it into the Hall of Fame. So he was a baller, no doubt. Right. Shout out shout out the coach. Sorry if I sold him short. I just think <laughs> his career after football, like as far as playing, means far more to this city than his playing days did. That's what I was oh, going for. Yeah, no, his, his coach – I was – okay, so this, this sets me up for my all-time list. I'm going to start it off with the coach, Mike Ditka, and I almost wanted to put him on this list twice, once as a coach and once as a player, but I'm just going to keep it as once, and I'm going to keep it as the coach because we're always going to remember that Super Bowl team. We're always going to remember him on that sideline, just that attitude how fired up he was, how amped up he would get the rest of the team, how he would bitch at everybody. I just loved it, man. 
The coach was full of that energy. He had that swag that Chicago people have. That's him. Love the coach. So I had to put Mike Ditka in there. Of course, we had to put Sweetness. That's Walter Payton. Not AKA fan, not not fantasy sweetness, my bad, uh-huh. my Brody. But you know, you, you you'll make it up there in the podcast world for sure. Sure. But Walter Payton can never go wrong with that man. We already know he's a he's a legend without a doubt. Next guy up, I had to go with Dick Butkus. One of the, uh, one of the things that the Bears are always known for is for that defensive linebacker crew that they have, and Dick Butkus was one of those guys that you did not want to meet in the middle of the field if you were an offensive player. So. Had to put him in there. And another guy, Mike Singletary, same thing, fired up always. Dude was crazy. You didn't want to meet him in the middle of the field either. So I I had to go with Mike Singletary. Dude was just a beast as well. So Mike Singletary, Dick Butkus, Walter Payton, and the coach Mike Ditka. Those are the all-time Bears list that I have for my Mount Rushmore. What do you got, Brody? Oh, man. So I'm going to follow up on Mike Singletary, too. I have a history with the linebacker position. If you might not know, I used to play that position when I was a kid, but I've always had a love for that position. And uh, Mike Singletary played it like a beast, you know? He just had that look on his face. He was gonna smack the cleats off you. So he was just always in the trenches. And like I said, you probably didn't want to see a guy like Mike Singletary back in the day when everything was pretty much legal on that field, you know? Um, I've got sweetness, you know? I'm named after him. Shout out Walter Payton. Fantasy sweetness is why I do it. Bear down. Um, yes, just sir. one of the, one of the best. You know, it's unfortunate the way things went down, but he made the best out of his career as much as he could, man. And the dude was, man. I just, I really, I really wish Emmitt Smith would have never beat his record, especially the way he did it. But you know, it's all love for Walter Payton on this side. Um, I had to put Gail Sayers in there as well. Gail Sayers was a different type of animal. Uh, you know, he, I don't think he was as strong as Walter Payton. Not a lot of people were, but he was a different kind of back. He would cut, like uh, Doc mentioned, Barry Sanders before Barry Sanders, those jump cuts and just his, his – uh, the way to avoid the tackles was just another level at the time, too. Um, you know, I don't think a lot of people saw him coming out and being that guy when he did come out. A lot of people looked like, you know, who is this kid? But he proved everybody wrong. And I got the coach to top off uh, Mount Rushmore of all time. I got, I have the coach, but I have him as a player. He helped revolutionize the tight end position. He was the first tight end Hall of Famer. Um, you know, he, he helped revolutionize the position from being a protecting tight end to being a pass-catching tight end. And we still see that nowadays. So he started the trend a long time ago. And, um, yeah, you know, that's the reason why he's on my list here. Can't be mad at that list at all. So I, I think one thing for sure, Mike Ditka, Walter Payton, those guys were the consistent ones for us, right? We all had them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, I think I think you can't mention the Bears without those two especially. Now, let's go into our personal Bears Mount Rushmore list. So this is pretty much within our memory. You know, whenever, however young we were, uh, watching the Bears coming up as young kids and up up until this point. So... Go ahead, Doc. Kick it, kick it off with your personal Bears Mount Rushmore list. I'll go next, and then Sweetness, you're going to go ahead and clean it up. All right. Okie doke. So we're going to start off on my personal memory, Mount Rushmore for the Bears. Starting off, obviously, Brian Erlacher. He anchored down that defense for a long time. 
He was the captain of that defense, the quarterback, if you will. He knew what was coming, and he made sure that the whole team knew where they had to be every single play. And he made plays. He was just obviously Hall of Famer and on my Mount Rushmore. Number two on that list, even though it's not in any particular order, I got Matt Forte. He's the best running back that I've seen play for the Bears in my lifetime. I've seen, obviously, I've seen videos of Gale Sayers and Walter Payton, but live, Matt Forte, he's my guy. He could catch it out of the backfield. He could run the ball. Whatever you need him to do, he would just put his nose down and do it. Was he the um, package to you as a running back? Was he the, the real deal, whole package type guy? I, I think so. I think, like I said, he would – yeah, he could catch it out of the backfield. He could run it. But he's, like I said, he does what you need him to do. He's the total package. And he normally produced. Um, this one's going to get a lot of hate from a lot of people. Number three on my list is Jay Cutler. He's the best quarterback the Bears have had in their history. And, you know, I know he had his ups and downs, and he's got a grumpy disposition. But he played, and he was a tough SOB. Yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. want to knock him for not coming back in a playoff game because he sprained his MCL or tore his MCL, whatever. But, dude, he's still – like, most of the time, if he gets injured, he's going back out there and playing the game. The only reason he didn't come back in that playoff game is because he couldn't walk. Like, he, he couldn't play – you couldn't play NFL. Maybe you could walk, but you wouldn't have been – he would have been a liability to the team, in my opinion. So I, I love Jay Cutler. He's, you know, he's an up and down quarterback, but he put up numbers and never had, never had the weapons. He was insane. Never had weapons. And then last on the list, I got Devin Hester. Uh, Devin Hester revolutionized that position. He's such a beast. You guys can make faces all you want. I love Devin Hester. I love it. I love it. I love your list, bro. I love your list. That's fine. That's that's good. You want, do you want to argue sweetness? I, no, I think I th I just feel bad because I think Smoking had the same exact list. Well, you know what they say: great minds think alike. Devin Hester, though, you cannot put him on. I I was almost gonna put him on our total like history list because he set records and every time he touched the ball, returning it. He was a threat. They tried to make him a receiver. I don't think that worked out very well. But as far as kick returns, punt returns, he changed the game every time. So, yeah, I'm gonna, smoking, uh, smoking Jay, why don't you follow up, sir? It's, it's crazy because I have the same exact players. But I'm, I'm going to run through it uh, with, with my own little perspective. So, yes, Brian Erlacher. I remember him uh, when he first got drafted. They drafted him as a – well, they weren't sure if he was going to play safety or middle linebacker or even outside linebacker. There was a lot of controversy with that. Thank God they put him at the middle linebacker position. And one of the plays I remember for him was when he had, had to chase Michael Vick all the way down to the sideline, just showed his speed, his explosiveness. I love the fact that he would change up the plays or he would tell players, hey – you know, on the defensive side, I need you over here. I need you over there. Look out for this or that. Just like Peyton Manning on the other side, Brian Erlacher did the same thing on a defensive side. Next guy up that I have, Matt Forte, the running back. 
we already know what he could do. He was a great fantasy player, but he was a great real-life player as well. Dude was a baller, could catch out of the backfield, could catch – they would put him out in wide receiver, um, you know, either in the slot or on the outside. He would run routes just like wide receivers. He would get open. Dude was money. Loved Matt Forte's game. He was such a weapon for the Bears. Next guy up, Devin Hester. Devin Hester, he's a, he's a living legend. This guy, what he did for this game – the way he returned kicks, took him to the house. People would would they would rather kick the ball out of bounds and the Bears get the ball at the 40-yard line instead of kicking it to Devin Hester. That's how dangerous this man was. The pride of Miami. Don't fuck with Devin Hester. You kick that ball to him, you know some explosive shit is about to go down. Bomb.com shit, you feel me? So Devin Hester, one of my favorites of all time. Just We remember Arizona Cardinals. Denny Green, shout out, you know, Denny, Denny Green, RIP. You know, the Bears are who we thought they were. Bro, Devin Hester definitely showed him what's up, and they knew who he was and still kicked him the ball, and he made him pay. Love Devin Hester. My last guy, they don't call me Smoking Jay for nothing. It's got to be Jay Cutler. Smoking Jay, the original, the originator. Got to go with the OG. The guy did his best when we traded for him. I remember when we traded for him. Everybody was happy. We finally got a quarterback. We've never had a quarterback as talented as him. I don't care what anybody says. Dude balled out with us. And, yes, he caught a lot of slack. His face, he has a punch-me-in-the-face type of face, right? Yeah, you know this. Day. Oh, yeah. All day. But dude was talented as hell. He hit his guys right in the freaking chest. He had a cannon of an arm. It's just, it was a beautiful thing to see. And now we're just trying to get a quarterback to get, that could even sniff freaking Jay Cutler's jockstrap. If Mr. Trubisky could even sniff his freaking jockstrap, I think we'd be fucking happy. I don't even know what metaphor. I don't know what metaphor I try to use right now, but we're going to fucking run with it. Mr. <laughs> Trubisky, meet Jay Cutler's jockstrap. Let's fucking go. Bear the fuck down. Those are my four uh, personal Bears Mount Rushmore list. Go ahead, sweetness. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow that up. I'm going to go uh, Devin Hester. Of course, the pride of Miami, the U. It was just crazy. Like you guys mentioned, we know what's up. Best returner to ever step foot on that field. He used to just – he just changed it, man. It was like Deion Sanders and those kind of guys that used to be the prime examples of what a returner should be. But Hester took that shit to a whole nother level. Um, the kickoff at the Super Bowl opening kickoff, he brings that shit back to the house and – we're all losing our shit. Like, yo, this is going to go down. We all know what happened after that. But um, when it came to Hester, he did – he won us games. He won us games just returning kicks. And, as you know, shout out to Hester. Um, I'm going to go with Matt Forte after that. One of the smoothest running backs to ever play. He, he doesn't get enough credit from – you know, I really think that he deserves way more credit from his yeah. peers, from announcers, commentators, people that analyze the game. He's one of those guys that doesn't get talked about much. But he's, uh, you know, he's proven. His numbers talk, they speak for themselves. He was, he was always consistent. Um, he was always pretty much healthy. Uh, PPR machine, whatever you want to call it. He, he didn't even look like the fastest guy out there, but he was making guys miss left and right. So um, shout out to my boy, Matt Forte, the pride of Tulane. Um, let's go. I'm, I'm going to switch it up because I kind of knew where this was going. I knew Brian Urlacher was going to be talked about. I'm going to go with another heavy hitter, though. Number 55, we talk about Lance Briggs. 
my boy. I love Lance oh. Briggs. Yo, yeah, Lance Briggs, man. This dude was crazy. Um, when Brian Urlacher didn't play, which wasn't too often, but he did, you know, spend some time on the sideline. I was never worried about much, bro, because this guy was stepping up in line, taking over that defense. He wasn't as, you know, vocal as a guy like Brian Urlacher, but he didn't have to be. Brian uh, Lance Briggs was the type of guy who, you know, he just stare at you and you know you got to show up for his ass. So uh, Lance Briggs, for sure, heavy hitter, smart as shit on the field. Um, you know, him and, and Urlacher were the best complement to each other. I couldn't have asked for another linebacker to be, you know, on his side. And last but not least, I'm going to go with another heavy hitter from that defense in 2006. My boy, Mike Brown. Um, this dude was a smasher. Um, you know, as far as the safety goes, I really don't know what else I could have asked from a safety. Uh, he handled business. He came up and he smacked a running back if he had to. He came down from the third level and he'll see you in the trenches. Um, and he was smart. He was a smart dude, too. You know, he had a lot to do with that Arizona comeback in the desert. He's, I think he scooped and scored one off of Erlacher fumble. Um, he, he was just, you know, always around the ball. You always want guys that are savvy like that, crafty. You know, you're not like the biggest guy out there, but Mike Brown had a – he had a great football IQ, and that's why he cracked my Mount Rushmore. I kind of wanted mine to look a little different than y'all's. So um, we do have honorable mentions next, so I don't know who wants to go there. My honorable mention personally doesn't really have the numbers or anything like that, actually. I think what I saw in him was strictly potential. You guys just want me to go ahead? Yep. Yeah. I got my boy, man. And shout out, man. Shout out Johnny Knox, man. That's my honorable mention, bro. Johnny Knox, bro, this dude, <laughs> he had so much potential with us, dude. And the way everything went down, it was just sad as shit to watch as a fan, as a former, not a player, but you know, I was out there. It was just sad. You never want to see somebody get hurt like that. This dude had burner speed. We're talking like Tyreek Hill's 40-yard dash type speed, bro. It was crazy. I don't know. I just, I used to get excited as fuck uh, to watch Johnny Knox play ball, bro. He was just explosive as shit. Tall, slinky dude, just watching him run down the field. That's my honorable mention, man. I think he could have been great. Uh, unfortunately, it happened the way it did. But shout out Johnny Knox, man. We remember you. For sure. For sure. Dude, that injury was so gruesome. Oh, my oh, God. Man. It still gives me – it gives me nightmares every time I think about that. Just bent him in half. Oh, man. Oh. All right. Um, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me try to lift this up. Th uh, uh, thanks, sweetness. Um, <laughs> next, the, my honorable mention – I got to stay on the defensive side. This is, again, I'm going for the personal Bears list. I'm going to go with my guy, Peanut Punch, Charles yes, Tillman. Sir. We know see, whenever we saw this guy tackling somebody and try to stand him up, we already knew what he was trying to do. He was trying to punch that ball out. Sometimes he would just run towards the player, not even try to tackle him. He'll first try to throw that punch in there and punch that ball out. We see players doing it to this day. Shout out Charles Tillman. Peanut Tillman, known it here in Chicago, love his game. One of the best cornerbacks I've ever witnessed in a Chicago Bears uniform. Love him. Good old 33. How about you, Doc? Who's uh, your honorable mention? You got one? You would have taken my guy. If I went with uh, just my personal memory, I would have went with uh, Charles Tillman. I loved watching him play. He, oh, dude, His biceps are insane. Just a great, 
great. Like normally when you're watching football, you stay inside, you watch at that defensive line, you watch a pass rush. But watching Charles Tillman play corner, that was fun to watch. And he he had the heart. You know, he went up and covered Randy Moss. Randy Moss was no joke. He's a hard guy to cover. And he said, fine, I'll take him. Let's go. And then if they do catch the ball, you got to watch out because he's such a strong man. He would just punch that ball right out. No problems. So yeah, revolutionized that. You know, many people have tried the peanut punch, and nobody can do it like he did. Yeah, no, it was like second nature. It was second nature to him forcing fumbles out there. Like it was just, it was easy. And I, he would even take punching, uh, boxing lessons for stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like you said, Doc, he would never back down, no matter the competition. He used to play against Megatron. Yeah, sometimes he'd get beat, but he stood his ground a lot of times as well. Um, so you know, he had to go up against guys that were getting the ball thrown to by Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and shit like that. But you know, he never backed down, man. I got hella love for Charles Tillman. Okay, so something. Go ahead. My next thought is, we know who we just put on that Mount Rushmore, and if we narrow it down to overall, that's a really great list. Is there anybody playing right now that you could see ending up on a Mount Rushmore Chicago Bears? There's an easy answer. That the easy answer is Khalil Mack. Yeah, that, that's the easy answer. Now, if I want to put some some thought into it, um, besides Khalil Mack, the next guy up, I gotta stay defensively. I gotta go with Eddie Jackson. He he would be the next guy up for me. So I got Khalil Mack, Eddie Eddie Jackson. I'm not gonna keep going naming players. I could name some more, but right. I'll stay right there. So Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson for sure definitely have a chance to be uh, on that Mount Rushmore list. My personal one one day. Okay, so you're going with two. I'm going to go with two as well. I'm going to do one on the offense, though, which is crazy to think about because the Bears' offense is a joke. But Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson, if he stays with the Bears and continues playing like he does now, he's going to be the greatest receiver to play for the Bears. He already is, in my opinion, the greatest wide receiver to play for the Bears. But he's going to have to Tommy Waddle's face. Yeah, I would say (laughs) Tommy (laughs) Waddle knows. I love Tom Waddle. But friend of the knows, show. Shout out Tommy Waddle. Yeah, friend of the show. Allen Robinson knows – or whatever. Allen Robinson is great. And if he stays with the Bears, he's going to lead all receiving numbers for the Bears, in my opinion. Because nobody can, nobody can light a candle to him. We love Tom Waddle all he wants. He's not Allen Robinson. My number two guy, Akeem Hicks. Oh, Yes. It, last year, we saw what that injury did to the Bears. Oh, yeah. That defense was not the same. They're, they gave up runs all the time because you didn't have Akeem Hicks to anchor that line. I think he's more important than Khalil Mack. I love Khalil Mack, but Akeem Hicks is in that center getting up in the quarterback's face. And that is, you know, look at – talk to uh, Tom Brady. What does he hate more than anything? Pressure up the middle. So that's that's who I got right there. All right. All right. Um, I like those. I was I was surprised by the Akeem Knicks, but uh not not in a bad way. I love that pick. Um, like you said, when he's not there to plug those holes, life gets real easy for an offense. Real easy. So, right, and it cha- it changes the dynamic of the whole defense. The whole thing, brother. 
um, you know, it always starts from the inside out, you know. So, but I'm going to go on the offensive side of the ball first. And it's not anyone that's even played a single snap. Um, but I just see the size of this kid and he just looks like real deal. Um, Cole Komet, man, I, I, I don't know, but this dude looks like he's real deal. I'm not, he doesn't have numbers. I mean, like I said, this is just going out on a limb. I think Cole Komet, he looks, the, hey, he looks that limb. Oh, wait, 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 let me, wait. You said going out on a limb. I, first off, that limb does not stand a chance with you standing on it. For, you know, <laughs> let's get that out of the way. You I'm are falling going. and crashing down onto earth full force, bro. <laughs> full force. And you're probably going to put, if I had to take a guess, six to eight feet worth of an impact. Just, just, That's, you know, yeah, about that. Yeah, throw that out there. But <laughs> I'm going with the pride of Notre Dame on the offensive side of the ball. Like I said, I have nothing to back that, but I don't give a shit. We're going out on limbs over here, and according to Smoking Night, I have no shot. But um, I do this shit, man. I get I give all the fucking bold predictions and hot takes. Um, so we're gonna go with Roquan Smith on the other side of the ball. Um, Georgia Bulldog, um, plays Mike linebacker, straight beast, savage. He's fast. He's one of the fastest linebackers I've seen. Um, he just sideline to sideline. He's a monster, bro. And I think he could uh, be part of that, uh, you know, that that whole linebacker legendary type history that we have going on, the linebacker culture that we have. So Roquan Smith, he, he fits the bill. I think he has everything everything it takes to be um, the next big linebacker in the city. Listen, he's, he's already on his list. What's up? Don't let Smoke and Jay bring you down like that. Because in my bold predictions, I said Cole Komet's going to make the Pro Bowl, right? So if I think he's going to make the Pro Bowl his rookie season, then obviously I don't think that limbs as thin as Smoke and Jay says it is because he's only going to get better as he goes on. So yeah. I think that's a great bold prediction. We haven't seen him play yet. Here's hoping he lives up to it because God knows the Bears need it. I think I was about to say that. I, I'm not – it's not that I'm hating on it. It's just like – I haven't seen anything from him yet. So for you to say I could see him being on that Mount Rushmore list one day, I, it kind of is, you know, it's tough for me to buy. That That's it. I just feel like he's a, already a million times better than any other tight end that we have. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. The opportunity. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham uh, seven years ago was really good. <laughs> seven years ago. <laughs> Yeah, man. So I think I think we're good. We, we wanted to make it nice, short, and quick episode today. Short we, wanted and to, we wanted to talk about you know the Bears. We wanted to do a Bears show. Bear the fuck down, baby. So that yeah. is all time Bears Mount Rushmore list. Also our personal Bears Mount Rushmore list, and we even threw an extra who we think that is currently on the roster that could possibly make that list one day. So let us know if we missed anybody. Let us know who you guys like. Make sure you guys are subscribed to us. Like, leave a five-star rating, four-star rating if that's what you guys want. But leave us a five. That's what we prefer. Let us know how we could improve. We're always trying to get better. We're always trying to provide you guys with some good content. Make sure you guys are following all of us on Instagram. You can find all of our personal pages on our Bears, Brews, and the Bros page on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook as well. Much love always from me, Smoking Jay, from Fantasy Sweetness, Doc PLC. Yes, sir. Our brother, Fantasy Renegade, he will be with us on the next one. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace out. Bear down, baby. Bear down.